career as singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Well, all right, everybody. Welcome back again to Podcasting Your Global Career, and have I got a coach for you today. For those of you who are interested in coaching, being coached, even if you're just skimming the surface and you want to know more about the world of coaching, well, this lady is very extraordinarily special. Her name is Tasha Chen, and she helps women go from doing really, really well to doing exceptionally well. So you got to stay tuned for this one. Before we get into it with Tasha, I want you to please send this show to somebody you care about who needs to hear this information. Go ahead. Take the chance. Share it with a friend. It takes nothing to just click that link, send it off to somebody who really needs to hear this. I met Tasha recently in Salt Lake City. She is an amazing woman who has her own book, who has her own podcast, and has her own ideas about how to make women wealthy. She is a highly sought after author, international speaker, and mindset mastery expert who works with go-getters, impact makers, and action takers. Is this you, ladies? If so, you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City all the way down to Stewart, Florida to hang out with Tasha Chen. Tasha, how are you? Hi, I am great, James. <laughs> <laughs> the technology buffers are in there, the little wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. technology fun. Yeah, well, we, we took a while to get together, but I was so happy to meet you in Salt Lake City and had such a great time out there uh, amongst the podcasting and masterminding we did. I thought it was an awesome experience. Did you agree with that? I did. I did. It was. I, there are several times where I pinched myself in the two days going, how did I end up in this room? This is amazing. You know, I think, so every, I I think everyone said that, though. It seems like, you know, everybody said the same thing. And like everybody thought that everybody else was light years ahead of them in, in whatever capacity, whether <laughs> podcasting or business or whatever. But um, it was a great dynamic group, uh, really fluid and full of information. Definitely. And I love the way that we stood in support of each other. I think that was really, yeah, I mean, that is the power of the mastermind, right? That's why we buy seats at those tables. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just great. How have you been since you got back? I know you were. You must have been so busy to take time out like that um, with all you have going on. How have you been settling in? Yeah, so it's been a crazy, I mean, we are the second week or third week into March at this point. And I came out there, I think around the 10th of January. And that weekend I had like, I had a, a an event that we were, what I was struggling with while I was there was that over 2000 people had booked for this event and our Zoom limit was 500. <laughs> so we had like three days to solve that. And then it's just been going since. And then I went from that into a really powerful masterclass and then my five-day launch and opening my program. We close the doors tomorrow and it's just like, whoo. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. Crazy good stuff though, you know? <laughs> crazy good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, so you're not getting any sleep, right? 
Well, no, I'm really good about that. I'm really good about that. Like uh, one of my boundaries is I know when I need my spa day, I know when I need my alone time. I know when I need to just, you know, carve out time for connection and downloads. I mean, so much of my work is I, I, I use the word loosely, which is channeled, you know, it's just me and God having a conversation and me saying, okay, God, what would you have me say? And the only way I can do that is to make time to hear uh, from God or to get my my inspiration from within. And so I have to be really diligent about that. Yeah. Did you ever figure out like early on, did you ever have the idea that or the vision that this is where you would end up when you started way, way back? Let me answer that. Maybe I'll need to spell it, but I'll say it very clearly. Never, never, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, you, you you know, I mean, I don't know exactly how you started, but I, I suspect it might have been a little bit more of a humble beginning than it is now, uh, you know, coaching wealthy women. And I don't know if it's just women, but, you know, uh, bringing that's that's sort of your lane, right? Bringing yeah. w- women to their next level of ones who have had success, but are now ready for a much bigger success. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And my, you know, like it's changed over the years and I, my work is so much a reflection of my own personal journey. So when I started this 10 years ago, I was two steps ahead of the woman that I was coaching. And when I tell you at that time, I was just learning these principles. I was still getting overdraft notices in the mailbox. I was still worrying about how I was gonna put food on the table, but I was committed to learning and and applying these principles. And that's all I could share with someone else is, here's how I'm applying it. Here's the tiny little changes that I'm seeing in my life by applying it. And that was enough for the woman who was two steps behind me to say, okay, I'm willing to try it. And so as I have lived these principles and changed my own personal financial reality, uh, I'm at the point where now it's to the woman who is now two steps behind where I am at this moment. And it is a woman who has already achieved uh, some level of success and really is looking to be supported in, in experiencing what I call wealth with ease. Wealth with ease. Oh, I <laughs> so, love that. Yeah. It sounds so easy. Is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that. What I will say is it's simple. Yeah. Right. And the part of it that makes it not easy, and this is, it's, it's almost tragic every time I have to explain this, is one of my mentors, a multimillionaire, once said to me, you know, Tasha, I've met more human beings who have literally given the secret to wealth, and they would rather choose to dig ditches for five, six, seven dollars an hour, right, than to apply these principles to create wealth. And what are the principles? To work on themselves. And, right? why, and why do you think that is? Well, I can only speak from my own experience serving, what, thousands of women now. Um, I tell this story a lot that I was on this journey where I was teaching everyone in my community how to create wealth. And I observed that some women would just run with it. And in no time, they were creating, receiving, manifesting, experiencing like $55 million in 10 years I've seen women create, right? So incredible amounts of wealth, while others 
just chugged along. Same information, same group, same resources, same everything. And then I had a personal experience in my life that gave me the answer, James. And it was, I was in a very toxic relationship. Uh, three years in this toxic relationship till the very end one day it got so bad something inside just said Tasha run for your life so I fled the country run for my life kind of run for my life right and I get to Costa Rica at the time and I remember checking my phone and realizing from the messages that my life truly was in danger I was now being threatened I was being just verbally assaulted and I also realized from the conversation that my phone had been tapped for three years. And so I remember just walking out in nature and going, God, you have got to explain this to me. I'm a good woman. I'm hardworking. I worship you. I do good for people. I'm like, how is this my life? And clear as day, I heard the voice of God say, Tasha, because you don't believe you deserve much more than this. This is what you believe you deserve. And you know, like any other human, I tried to argue with God, like, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I believe I deserve an amazing relationship. And I could literally hear God just smirk and go, okay, honey, look at the one you got and tell me what you think you deserve. But that is the answer, James, is that there are so many people who cannot or will not do the work, even though, in fact, it is easier than manual labor, because beneath that, they don't believe they deserve wealth. So would you be willing to work for something you don't believe you deserve? No. Yeah. Right. Whether it's hard or easy, you're not going to want to do it because you don't believe you deserve it. That's just human nature. And I think that that is what makes it so challenging is that there are a lot of people who who give lip service to financial freedom, wealth, wealth with ease, even all those things, it sounds amazing to say and acknowledge that we have the desire, but the doing of what it takes to have it isn't as easy, because we have to work again, we have to, we have to, we have to work at some things inside of ourselves first. And that is, you know, to look at yourself and go, I don't even believe I deserve it. The old paradigm shift. It's a really difficult one. And there's so many out there that are, um, because I walked that path uh, for a long time myself. And for some reason, we have that, you know, smashed into us at an early age, I think. And I think half of it is we don't even know that we have permission to get out of it. You know, or we don't know, we don't know how to, you know, figure out the way to ask permission or just give ourselves permission. That unworthiness thing is really, um, really bad. Hey, tell me, what is the a favorite part of your day, Tasha? First thing in the morning before I get out of bed, this is my, you know, my, my, my boundary for myself, if you will. I will not get out of bed and actively start my day until I've created my day in my energy field, in my mind, in my prayers, in my expression of gratitude. Like I lay in bed. I have my little code of conduct that I run through, you know, this is what I'm going to experience today. This is what I'm grateful for. This is what I'm calling in that I have no idea how this is going to happen, God, but it's all on you. And just, you know, I really just spend that time. People call it prayer. It's so much more than that for me. Um, But it is the way I love to just be with all the things, all that there is every day. That is my favorite part of the day. 
That is amazing. Yeah. The mornings are really special, aren't they? Are you an early riser? I am. I tend to be an early riser, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the morning is very rich. And, you know, it doesn't fit me as a musician because you're supposed to be going to bed like when, when I'm getting up. <laughs> it's like, 2 a.m., right. <laughs> yeah. And I, right. I, I like being up at like, you know, 530, 6 o'clock mm-hmm. is late for me. And, uh, do, you know, just kind of what you do. I have a whole series of things that I go through to set the set the framework for the day so it's it's successful. Um, favorite yeah. client for you? Any Anything in mind, genre, um, age group? Is there any favorite area that you like to work in? Uh, I love the woman. I mean, I, I do. I bow to the woman who says, I'm... I know what I want. I know what I want. I know I can have it. I just need some support. Wow. Believe it or not, that might be one of the hardest things for women is we're so great at giving and we have a like a ways to go with asking for help for ourselves. And so the woman who has those three things, she knows what she wants. She knows she can have it, but she recognizes that the gap is she needs support to get it and she's willing to ask receive you know and just get it for herself that's that's the woman that i am and so when i meet another me i just like big hug i love that i will i will run to the moon and back in support of that woman that's like the dream client though isn't it because yes absolutely <laughs> because how many of us out there know what we want i mean of course, you and I don't fall into that, but 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 most. I'm still people, working on some areas in my life. Yeah, I know, but it takes a long time. I just had a discussion with somebody about this: is finding your lane and finding it in a way that it is so uh, profoundly um, yours, and you know it, and you know you're finally in the right place. Because we we kind of ping pong around a lot to find that space, you know. And I think little by little, if you stay true to um, I think I'm getting closer and, you know, you kind of sniff it out after a while. Uh, it feels really great to, to finally arrive in the place you're supposed to be. I think a magical part of the process that I have found for myself, you know, two things. I met a man once back when I was networking locally who was sharing his 20 year vision with me. And I was like, wow, 20 years I just remember being, I, I really did. I remember being in awe of someone who could have a 20 year vision. And you know what, James, he did not live to experience his 20 year vision. Oh, wow. He passed away well before he got anywhere close to 20. And so as much as I was in awe of that, I've had to say what works for me is I identify where I am at this moment in time. Like when I failed miserably, had to file chapter 11 bankruptcy, lost it all. And I am, you know, in Jamaica, we would say you're basically sitting on your butt, right? Yeah. <laughs> at the end of my rope. I just remember I said, God, all I know is I want to be an entrepreneur. I Freedom is one of my top values. And all I know is I still want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do something that is fulfilling and that I love. I want to uh, create a lot. I want to experience financial freedom. And I want to have something that just makes me feel like I'm having fun. 
I don't know what that is, God. I don't know if I'm going to bake banana bread, sell lemonades, make t-shirts. I don't know what it is, but that's kind of like my, that's all I, that's kind of like the, the frame for my picture that I'm asking for. Right. And, and I have found that if I can just like, I don't know the next 10 years, you know, in great detail, what it would look like, but I can tell you the next six months, the next year, the next year and a half. And I just really go from where I am in this moment to what I can see for myself in a short period of time. And then absolutely every now and then, you know, I'll go big, big, big picture. But I think some people never get clear because they're always trying to like start from where they are and see the entire picture, right? (laughs) See the entire way the road goes from Florida to California. I just want to know how to get from Florida to like Georgia, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, I think there's more value in that because, you know, that's a big ask, you know, going 20 years out, because we really have no idea what's going to happen like next year. There's oh, there's God has so many surprises in the road for us. And I think that's why he constantly instructs us to not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will have enough troubles of its own. Um, And that's, you know, the real super short time frame. But I think it's what you just stated, living in the moment. And too few of us uh, know how to do that or practice that. And if yeah. you're not living in the moment, you just lost that moment because you, you're in reverse or you're fast forwarding way, way too, too far, far out and yeah. you're missing the present, you know, which is really yeah. what's happening right this minute. Um, what do you like to do for downtime, Tasha? Like when you just want to break away from business a little bit and have some chill time, what's your favorite thing to do? So this is going to sound the most girliest of girliest answers in the world and talk about this is my answer in this moment i'm a newlywed and i truly just want to lay on the couch and snuggle with my husband congratulations <laughs> and, and then we joke we're like how long do we get to say newlyweds we we got married last june so we're like like almost a year but you know we we want to be newlyweds forever um but i really do i like yesterday i slept the day away in his arms and that was just honestly like the greatest treat for me and my second thing is i love to travel i yeah. love traveling awesome awesome that's the best isn't um yeah. as we're going to we're going to wrap up because you know i know your schedule is crazy um, best takeaway that you would like to share to our audience today, as far as um, your target audience, what can you share with them that would incite them to take that next step that they've been reticent to take just for whatever reason they're holding back? What would you counsel them to do? Yeah, I, I would say and I'm very passionate about this message of deservingness. I think we have been cultured to believe that we ask for what we perceive we're worth, right? And so I can say to you, James, I believe this phone is worth $800. And then you can say, ah, I don't I don't I don't agree. I'll give you 650 for it, right? And so for the women that I serve, I want to take them out of conversations around their worthiness. And I want to bring them into a conversation around, this is what I deserve. I deserve this. This is what God promised me in this life. Like, this is my birthright. And I don't argue with someone else about what I deserve. It has nothing to do with what you perceive the value of me or what I have to offer is because 
I know I deserve it. And the person that makes what I say I deserve true is God, not you, not another human being outside of me, but God. And if I could see my dream come true, where every woman knows what she deserves and knows that she can have, and especially for those, I'm not here to convince people who don't have the desire for wealth or financial abundance. But if you've already identified that, you know, the promise says we came here to prosper and to have abundance. And if you believe that to be true, then I want to say to you, you deserve it. You deserve it. It is your birthright. It is your gift from God. Walk in that energy and that vibration of deservingness and allow God to make what you deserve true. Such a riff, uh, rich, uh, gifted prophecy <laughs> coming from you. That is awesome. Um, thank you so much for sharing that with everybody. And Tasha Chen, best place for people to connect with you. Would it be your website? Yeah, you can find information on my website, like everyone else, TashaChen.com. I really love connecting with people. And so if you want to find me on Facebook, you can also find me. You can do speaker Tasha Chen and I should show up. Awesome. Tasha, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming by to visit with me on Podcasting Your Global Career. And I just want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your family, your new husband, and your business moving forward. Thank you, James, and, and the same to you, sincerely. Thanks for making this happen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes, and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic and you can take a little chance with me, and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Destiny. I taste 
Beyond the reach of time 